Hi, I'm Lucy Porter. And I'm Alexia Bolden. And this is Academia. So you sort of notice the immediate changes in me, right? I, my yeah. voice is more relaxed. <laughs> my my demeanor is um, more purposeful, I would say. You know, I'm, I'm sort of um, a better version of myself as I come to you for this episode of our podcast. And that's because, Alexi Bolden, and dear listeners, I have seen the Barbie movie. Oh, it's, it's finally happened. <laughs> After truly what feels like years of anticipation, I have seen it, and it has surpassed my wildest dreams. Now, I saw you posted a TikTok of the, the people you went to the movie with, and you were all crying or shocked yes. after seeing the movie. I sobbed. Oh. In a very quiet moment in the theater, I loudly went, oh, and started to cry. And everybody was like, who the fuck let that girl in here? My, my friends just kind of looked at me and I was like, I can't, I can't control it. I'm now going to loudly and openly sob. So we went and saw it at Universal Studios, which is like basically Disneyland. And it was a transformative experience. I don't want to give spoilers because when we're recording this episode, it is technically the premiere of Barbie. Yes. So a week from now, when this episode gets released, there there's a chance that people will not have seen it, including the two people with me on this very call. I have not. So I'm not I... going to give spoilers, mm-hmm. but I will say it is effortlessly funny. <sighs> A film that embraces the silly, whimsical experience of film. It both analyzes and deconstructs systems of patriarchy without being preachy. And it's a movie musical. Oh, (laughs) a surprise (laughs) twist there. (laughs) With a little dash on top of that signature Greta Gerwig examination of the devastating relationship between mothers and daughters. It's a perfect film. Yeah, this movie for you is what Spider-Verse is for me. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly it. Barbie uh, baby, I'm, I'm into the Barbie-verse. <laughs> I'm, it's not something that I'm super excited to see. I am excited to see how it's carried out, but I'm, I am just along for the ride of people who are super hyped about it and like the yes. interviews and everything have seemed super cool. And I do love how much the cast even is embracing their characters and, and the interviews that they have with all the rest of the Barbies and stuff. It seems like really fun, mm-hmm. this anticipation that they're building. So this, it sounds like it popped perfectly and in a unfolding of everything that you wanted. Cause you have been hyped about this movie. Anybody who knows you knows that it's been at the tip of your tongue and any conversation, <laughs> any, converse, any, any conversation listeners, any. I weasel Barbie in at any opportunity. And like it lived up to all of the hype that I've been building. Mm-hmm. It is just like, like I saw it and I was like, oh, people are having fun. Let people have fun. It's perfect. Will Ferrell tour de force. Oh my may gosh. I say. <laughs> Issa Rae has some line deliveries that you will shudder at. The way she says the words, the godfather will change your brain chemistry. Okay, now I'm, I'm scheduled to go see this movie tomorrow. Oh my God. Call me immediately after. I, I am like forever changed. 
Okay, listeners, <laughs> drop in the comments if you've seen Barbie. Um, tell us which line changed your life forever. Because I next episode I could probably bring up some things so people will know mm-hmm, that I've seen mm-hmm. it. This is this is gonna be Barbie part one, and then next week will be Barbie part two. We might need to have a midweek recording session just so everyone can know how we feel about Barbie. Oh, this episode, Academia Barbie, one hundred percent. Ugh, it's so hard for me to like talk about like have talk about what a profound experience this was for me without spoiling anything. So. I think we should just bring in the guest because oh, I can't. Well, I can't do this anymore. To spoil the guest, their name is in the episode, but to to <laughs> to relish in it, Lucy, we won't spoil Barbie, but we'll spoil the guest. We'll spoil the guest. <laughs> this guest, I can't even. I met under the pretense of class, and Ooh, okay. who would know academic? that we? Would, yeah, pretense of like a comedy class and learning how to be funny and et cetera, et cetera. Sure. And who would know that I would be on such a, a fantastic journey with this guest? I feel like we all, everyone in this class, like we came to that class, like people who were really interested in this thing called comedy and like mm-hmm. interested in pursuing it and honing our own voices, but kind of timid. And it was like really like super, like right around when lockdown was like letting up is when we met in person started having classes again. Yeah. And I am so honored to have seen the arc of this guest co- like professionally Say and personally. It. It is, I am so, so, so glad to call this guest a friend and to be able to be on stage with this guest and to share mm-hmm. space with this guest. I am so honored. And this glad. guest is family. This yeah. guest is family. Yeah. It's just family. This episode. I will say <laughs> I love the class that you had at the world famous second city because I gained a lot of my friends via your class. Like I never once enrolled in this class. I never spent time in this class, but some of my closest friends have come out of your conservatory group and consequently cold pizza comedy. I am very honored to be with this group. This group respects each other so much. And yes, speaking of respect, I think this guest has an insane title that would, would beg respect. Yeah. From yeah. So we say it's family, but then it's like we log on and we learn new things about the guest, including that this guest is a lord. Please welcome to academia, Lord John J. Orchard. Jack. Wow, thank you. Oh my God. How's it going, buddy? Such an honor. Such an honor. Alexi, ditto right back to you. This uh, It's been a pleasure getting to perform with you. I wish we could bring back our construction workers at some point. And we will. Um, and we mm. will. Yeah, absolutely. That was um, listeners' yes. to expl- explain the construction workers bit for the listeners. Yeah, this is Jack's but I'm going to let you take it. Oh, yeah, sure. It's uh, so we're, we're two just two typical people from Brooklyn, you know, working on a construction site and uh, we're catcalling as is usual. But uh, we're very com- we're, we're very kind about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very complimentary and we get stoked for people's uh, good things in their lives. So, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. I love an Alexi Jack two hander. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's exactly like, what I, love- I need. Being characters or collaborating with people who I'm like, how are we going to find our voices? And throughout that sketch, we just keep pushing each other to do more insane call-outs or compliments. (laughs) So it's really, really, hopefully rewarding for everyone watching us, but I say for us too. Yeah. I I think at one point we went uh, in a back hallway at Second City and just riffed as those characters for like half an hour. Yes. And it was... It was absurd. I think I think she killed somebody or I killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was nuts. Yeah, we we had <laughs> so been for years. That's what, probably one of my favorite parts about just the whole career 
but like when you're developing characters, having that backstory and just oh my gosh, it could be anything. You could dive into any facet of life that you want to. Yeah, yeah, just adds layers and layers. But uh, thank you I, again. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm, I'm super stoked. It's a long time coming mm-hmm. for for those deep academics. For the the longtime listeners, you may be familiar with a shout out to Jack in a previous episode with none other Annie Scott, who just so happens to be yep. Jack's girlfriend. Crazy. That's true. Yeah, very true. So we're really building the the lore, the community of academia. To keep in line with academia lore, the next mm. section is the IQ test. <gasps> yes. Jack, welcome to our first segment. Yes. This is the IQ test. Now, Jack, I know you're very familiar with eugenics. <laughs> well, very as much. it is your passion. Yeah. <laughs> but Thanks. here's the thing. We're, we're, not, we're not that on board with eugenics here. And mm. IQ tests, as we know and love them, are rooted in eugenics. Oh, yikes. Disgusting. Yikes. <laughs> so so we've decided to write our own because we still need to gauge your academic prowess before we dive into an academic discussion today, but we're not going to do that through the lens of eugenics. No. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a series of rapid fire questions to gauge your um, levels of academia. Without Great. further ado, Alexi, take it away. Jack. <sighs> If you could only do one for the rest of your life, would you prefer to hoot or holler? Hoot. Hooting all day. 100%. Yeah, 100% hoot. Jack, a ship is made out of wood planks, but what is made out of could, should planks? Regret. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Jack. We all know what a shark attack is. What is a jack attack? It's it's the biggest hug you'll ever have in your life. Ah! Cute. Jack, you can thirst trap, but can you thirst neuter and thirst release? Oh, oh my God. God. That's the age-long debate. Um, I would say yes, but but you have to be an expert at it. Totally. You can't be an amateur thirst neutering and thirst releasing. No, no, no. That's dangerous. Yeah, you can hurt somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Jack, stay with me. If repeat is to do something again, Uh is remember to member something again? Yeah, but it's really hard to get a membership. It's so exclusive. You're right. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jack, final question. Okay. What did Tupper wear? <laughs> only, only hats. Only hats. Who is this? Like, where are you getting all these hats? That's it. No, no clothing except for hats on that thing. Tupper's a little bit of a perv, but that bitch yeah. loves a hat. Yeah, <laughs> but for some reason we let we let it slide. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like. Uh, Jack, that was perfect. You passed. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Oh my God. Flying colors. (gasps) Jinx. You owe me a soda. I'll fly to Chicago and I'll give you one myself. You could just Venmo me. (laughs) Absolutely not. That's so impersonal. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would break all jinx decorum. Oh, you're right. I didn't think about the rules before I just said yeah. things. Yeah, get correct, please. Ugh. Jack, <laughs> you've already proven what an academic powerhouse you are. Oh, that was you, stunning. But we here at Academia, the podcast, okay. Oh, sorry. Alexi just flexed. Alexi just flexed. Literally moved out of frame so that we could see her bicep. That also, like, stunning bicep. Thank you. Bravo, honestly. Yeah, no, congratulations. It was just insane to do it in the middle of my sentence. You said powerhouse, and I was like, what's more powerful than this fucking rock I've been building on my bicep? (laughs) 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 But, Jack, we here at Academia, we set out to answer one question. We want to know, what has Academia ignored for too long? Yeah. Uh, it's a that's a big problem, and and my mm-hmm. my answer is is marijuana weed. Mary Jane, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's very taboo sometimes, but um, let's be honest, most of us are consuming marijuana these days. It's twenty twenty three. No, I will admit, um, I, like because I am someone who is ignorant about weed culture in the sense of I don't know where it's legal, so I don't even I just don't. I know it's legal in Chicago. I know it's legal here in right, like right. what Denver. Mm-hmm. In New York, state yeah. of Chicago, yeah, definitely. Yeah, is it legal? Yeah. I thought I didn't think it was legal in the entirety of Illinois. Is it? Is it? It is. Yeah, recreationally, see? it's it's legal. Um, yeah, in there's a ton of, of states, states now. Were, yeah, in, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna. I think. I think there's like maybe half the states have it um, recreational or at least mm-hmm. medical, and I think there's a handful that do full fully legal. I know, like Florida, for instance, where I'm from. It's only medical there, which is surprising mm-hmm. because that, you know, Florida is, nah. um, yeah, <laughs> but, um, it's definitely more accepted than it was in even say in back in like 2010 or 2012. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I remember like in high school it being like that mm-hmm. active debate of like, should we legalize? And like, there was a girl whose dad was very pro legalizing and it was very much like, that's a scandal that Marissa's dad is so yeah. pro weed and. Now I'm just kind of like, okay, shout out to Marissa's dad. <laughs> right. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, and it probably turned out Marissa's dad was probably smoking weed with all the other dads, but y'all just didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, right? <laughs> so when I watch like that 70s show, they're all, they have the weed in the basement. And I'm like, what? Well, okay, now I know I'm going to sound whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, how do like people – get weed like when it's not legal is it just the underhand you're you're making an excellent point before the point that you're actually making and that is that i have a feeling that the three of us as we engage in this conversation are going to sound like narcs there is no (laughs) way around it There is absolutely no, I, I, I have enough self-awareness with myself where it's like, I know the second I say like, Hey, you want to like smoke some weed? It sounds like I have a wire actively strapped to my chest. So I know that. Oh my God. I didn't know we could do that. No, the only way we introduce the topic of like, what, what's academia ignored? Marijuana. It's like those losers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I said the I said the actual name of it. Like I could have just said weed, and everyone would have known. And I was Alexi about- followed it up with Mary Jane. Like we cannot sound cool yeah. as we have this conversation. Man, yeah. I'm familiar. 
It's a jam, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my word association. <laughs> I want to get out ahead of it and say that I'm aware that this entire time we will not sound cool. Okay. Amazing. If you guys will forgive us for that, that we can proceed with the podcast as normal. (laughs) You were making the point of like when it's not legal and before it Mm -hmm. was legal, where are people getting it? Yeah. And I have a whole, I have a whole thing about this is, um, research like in high school, in high school. Yeah. I got, I did a, uh, did a little notes. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, in, like in high school, you had to go through friends, right? Yes. And I had a lot of stoner friends, so it was really easy for me to find somebody who had it. Um, yes. but it's not always that way. Like I moved from, uh, in 2015 after college, I moved to Dallas for work. Ooh. And oh. I, I worked for Lockheed Martin at the time, which is like a defense Whoa. contractor. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I'm glad I don't work for them anymore. Um, Were y'all doing like random drug testing all the time? Only when you got hired. And if you okay. had like high left, if you had like high level security clearance, which I smoked a lot of weed. So I was like, uh-huh. no way am I ever going to try and get that because <laughs> I would just be paranoid. Yeah. For real. But I moved there for work. So I only knew work people. And, um, it's not like I can walk around at work and like suss out who is a stoner because every, I'm not going to say that at all. Um, so it took me like, like two months to find weed somehow. Um, and it was like the most sketchy thing. I drove to an auto zone, like 45 minutes away and met this guy I'd never met in my life. Oh my God. And we just did it in the parking lot and he gave me some, you know, we did the exchange and, uh, I only did that once and then I, I found somebody who like had it a lot closer to where oh I was. Oh my gosh. I have never like myself connected with a dealer, but like I've always had friends who like somehow had the Snapchat of a dealer. Like <laughs> yeah. most of the way that I knew how people got drugs was like via Snapchat and how they were like getting those people's contacts was always a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. And I was just sort of like, being a girl who was getting smoked out like that was my experience with weed for a very long time and mine is gonna sound i know but i'm gonna get in the in the vein of getting out ahead of it i know how i sound um in high school whenever people would do it i have no i never saw anyone smoking i just would always smell it and i'd be like what's that smell and it wasn't until college (laughs) and i was like oh that was weed and when i moved for the first time like the smell like was weed like after having gone to so many like um events in college where you just knew people were smoking i had so many right. flashbacks in my childhood of moments where i smelt it like in uh maybe like friends uh family parties and i was like oh my uh-huh. god this smells just like when this woman would do my hair when i was younger because <gasps> <Who knew? laughs> i was asking my mom like what's that smell and she was like oh i don't know and now that i've gotten that's older so my parents always be like ah oh, that's skunk weed and i'm like so you knew the whole time when i, when I was asking you never told me and that is why i ask the questions that i ask because i don't know oh like i God. still don't know the the difference between a, a blunt and a joint so i never ask mm. um i just go oh you're you're rolling up you're uh yeah you've got the paper the- oh well you're in luck i can i can totally answer that um i have a whole section on on ways of smoking here that i want to talk about um but first first i want to ask when was y'all's first time smoking marijuana well, I think I was similar to you, Jack, where like in high school, a lot of my friends were stoners, but like I wasn't, I wasn't getting high a lot in college people or in high school. People didn't know 
I was like down to be cool until my senior year of high school because I was very much like I was student council I was playing field hockey I was very uptight and like wore like business casual to high school like I was a mess (laughs) (laughs) until and I think I've told this story before on the pod but like until my senior year of high school when I like offhanded mentioned to one of the like people I ate lunch with like, oh, yeah, I went to, like, another school's Halloween party. And she was like, oh, you do that kind of stuff? And I was that like, yeah, stuff. totally. So then I started getting invited to parties. And when I started showing up to parties in high school, people were audibly shocked that I was there. Like, people would walk into rooms and be like, Lucy? And so that was very, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was in the environments, but I wasn't, like, really getting drunk. I wasn't getting high. So then in college, my freshman year... Um, I lived on the only co-ed dorm in like freshman housing. Sorry, guys, girl. (laughs) (laughs) One of my friends there was like very vocally all about weed. And so I went up to him and I was like, Zach, I want to get high for the first time. Will you help me? And so we made like a whole <laughs> event of it. We like got everyone together in a dorm room in Luter. Shout out Wake Forest, Luter Hall. And I got high for the first time and had those very, yeah, I had those very like shallow, profound realizations that you have when you're in college and are like, mm. identity is wild. <laughs> It was beautiful. It's exactly how I wanted my first time to be. (laughs) I think mine is like when I moved here, um, Mm -hmm. I just didn't do anything in high school or college. Um, As I mentioned in the episode with Sabrina Odige, I'm not a super fan of doing things um, that Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I'm going to react. I want a very controlled environment before I do anything. Um, Whether that be alcohol or so reasonable. Oh yeah. 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 Actually very smart. Yes. However, sometimes people feel really like um like your choice is like about them and and how they're partaking of something. It's like, oh no, not at all. Like I'm not judging you. I just I'm not gonna do that. I don't, you know, no. Yes. Um, So the first time I was I just like I I was with a friend and I in like these are people who have smoked for since they were in like um high school. And it was like a bowl. And I mm-hmm. inhaled and I swallowed the smoke and I started I started gagging. Everything. I was yes. like, <laughs> like every part of my face was like leaking. It was not a good yeah. time. It was not very fun. I didn't because they didn't explain it very well. They're like, yeah, do you just hold it? And I was like, oh, hold it. So I'm gonna swallow it. My lungs were right, right. burning. It oh, was, yeah, it was not a great experience. I started, I was like, I'm gonna throw up the ice cream we just had, you guys. It's gonna be really bad. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that's a harsh that's a harsh way to do it the first time too it's yeah. like and th- and that'll paint it in a weird way for you mm-hmm. going forward you know so you have the different um, types yeah. of like how like they get you high because a bowl is like the glass thing right mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. Like a bowl is is a glass thing which i i like them sometimes but they are pretty harsh just in general mm-hmm. um i'm i'm Lately, I'm a fan of like vape pens, but there's like whole eras of of smoking where I like before vape pens even were a thing. Mm-hmm. There's like all sorts of methods. Like in high school, I started smoking in high school. Wow! Like soft, sophomore year, maybe. Cool kid. Um, I I'm a bit of cool I'm a bit of a, 
Hey, you and a I'm a bit of a stoner. I'm a bit of a stoner. Um, and we would just smoke blunts back in the day, which is like, Alexi, mm-hmm. and for the, the, the listeners that don't know, um, you ever seen like a cigarillo, like a, a Swisher Sweet or something? It's like a really tiny cigar. Mm-hmm. You, you take those and you break it in half. So like the tobacco falls out and then you use that like dark wrapper to just roll weed in it. And that's what a blunt is. Mm-hmm. And like reusing something. Yeah, kind of wasting some, but um, yeah. Is it not? So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right. I love that POV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's what we would do at first when we were in, in high school, we would, and it, it wastes so much weed. You always have to go back and buy more because mm-hmm. you're using, you know, use a bowl and there's like, you know, a tiny little bowl that you have to use. Jack, how did you get into it? Is this like an older sibling, a friend's older sibling? No. Like um, who who was the impetus of like, we got to start getting high? Well, so I guess, yeah, dude, <laughs> it, was, it was that time. Um, so I, I'm the oldest sibling. So I think I probably had the bad influence on the other kids in my family. Uh-huh. But um, I think it was just my friends at school. I went to a, um, a high school that was very... Um, it wasn't your typical like white suburb high school, you know, it was like mm-hmm. there were all sorts of, of people and cultures and like I was friends with almost everybody. And um, well, not I just kind of was that guy that tagged along that they like were nice to. You know? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> um, and then I was just at a few parties and, and I think weed smoking was just part of the culture of, of the social circles at the high school. And mm-hmm. um I got into it. I think I did it with my cousin first. And then by <gasps> senior year, we were like, um, I don't know. We were, we would smoke like before school, which sounds horrible. Oh but, my God. Um, see, second semester senior year, we're like, you know, we had senioritis. Yeah. We were, we had gotten accepted to colleges, whatever, yep. whatever. Yep. My buddy would pick me up from school and we'd smoke a blunt like, in the car and like hot box, <laughs> like, like really reek, you know, like there's no way people yeah. are not smelling us. And I TA'd for a, a teacher in first period my senior year. So oh I was like, God. there's no, looking back at it, I'm like, there's no way she did not know yeah, that I was smoking not. weed before school. Well, now I have to ask, did you ever get caught? Like by anyone like from high school to like now in an unfortunate situation with weed? Yeah. Have you gotten caught now as an adult? <laughs> Shut up, Lucy. No, the only time I almost got caught was um, Halloween, a Halloween party. Shout out, Lucy. Um, uh, my senior year Halloween party, we we picked up my friend and then we just pulled over in a random neighborhood to, to smoke just on the side uh-huh. of the road. And somebody called the cops on us. And I had like a bunch of weed in my glove box. Oh, my God. And my friend had a bunch of alcohol on his seat and they searched his car because they saw it. And then they went in my car and were like looking around. And I think I had like an ostrich costume in my car. So it was like very ridiculous. You know the one that like blows up and like it looks like you're riding. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, so they put us on the front of the cop car and um, they didn't open my glove box, but they were like searching all in my car. And then they went for what felt like the longest time. They went in their cars and were talking. And then they came out and they were like, we know it's Halloween. And we're going to give you guys a pass because it seems like you guys are going to have some fun tonight. Oh my we God. used to be young too. 
Like, just don't, <laughs> don't, don't pull over and smoke weed in a neighborhood. Just go to your party and be safe. And we were like, oh my God. Um, yeah. Insane. So that's the only time I've almost been caught. <laughs> well, I don't even know that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. No, is now here another follow up question. Is the fine for like getting caught in places where it's just medical and not recreational? Is that like money or is it a night in jail? Is mm. it? I think back, this was like 2009. So this would have been in Florida. This would have been like the, I would have gone to jail. Oh my God. Damn. Yeah. Which would have not been cool. <laughs> On your record. No. <laughs> that sucked. Ugh, no, thank you. That's insane. Oh, I was going to say, uh, that's the night I also lost my virginity. So it was a, that was a crazy um, night. Uh, <laughs> Halloween night, baby. <laughs> Jack's going nuts. Halloween 2009, baby. <laughs> Offering weed, alcohol, no longer. <laughs> oh, man. That's a beautiful coming of age film. Oh, <laughs> right yeah. there. Yeah, Got to write that into a screenplay. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's so funny. My sister was a big stoner in high school. My sister's two years younger. It's always like an insane experience being high before a high school class. Like, I knew there people would right? come in and people would be like, oh my God, they're high. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Because I remember even some, like, there were some kids in um, my high school who were taking, like, Xanax to go to football games. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, how do you get. How do you get that? Yeah. But for them, it was <laughs> their nice. parents. They got it from like just their parents' supply. Um, yeah. And that that uh, that year, two thousand nine, was when Four Locos got like really popular too. <gasps> like when they first came out. And so, yeah. like, if a bunch of people in my high school would before class like pour them in a Gatorade bottle and just like walk around with. Oh my them. god! I never did that because I was I was like that is absurd. That's like alcoholism. But, like that's. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. These guys have problems. They're not even 18. If you have to hide a four loco before, sorry, like algebra every day, you've got a problem. Uh, homeroom just pounding four locos. I can't get through AP World History without my four loco. Well, not thinking about it, I think, I'm thinking back to the first moment that maybe in my like growing up that I realized that drugs were like, oh my gosh, maybe like Mm -hmm. a good thing is in middle school, I went to this middle school that had a lot of different people from different walks of life. And we constantly had dogs, like the the police dogs searching people's walkers. And one of the kids got, eighth graders, like my seventh grade year, got like caught with weed. And I was like, how do you get caught with weed? We're in middle school. I I didn't understand that like any... Thing that would lead up mm-hmm. to this moment of this kid having weed in his locker in a middle school. But again, we never know people's home lives or like what they have access to or don't have access to. So right. that was yeah. just really jarring. Yeah. Wow. It's great. I know. Something I find, this is different, but something that I find really interesting mm-hmm. about weed culture is the like very specific vocabulary around right. weed and this kind of ties back into like what we're saying with like the difference between like a joint and a blunt and a jeep mm-hmm. and like and that's always been something as somebody like I like getting high. I don't love like smoking just cause like my lungs, I'm a singer, right. but like, singer. you know, <laughs> sorry about it, but I, <laughs> I enjoy being high, but there's been something like culturally that I have trouble accessing around the vocabulary 
yeah. associated right. with like getting high. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's so many specific terms too. Like, you know, like a blunt, some people call it an L. The train? Um, what? I don't know why. It just always, that's always what what it was called is like an L. Um, loose drugs. Loose drugs. Um, <laughs> it took me so long to like, to figure out when we're, when we're starting to talk about like vape pens. Mm-hmm. I was like intrigued by that as a concept because I was like, I right. can buy that at like a, a store around here. But I was always like, I don't want to smoke tobacco. Like I'm not trying to right. do like a vape, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was really, it took me a long time to figure out like what's a weed pen yeah, and yeah. what's like a jewel. I was yeah. struggling to differentiate. Well, they're, and they're like literally the same thing, except, you know, one's nicotine and the other yeah. is just weed. Um, those those were like revolutionary for me in mm-hmm. in smoking because like the part I hated, I hated most about consuming weed in like a blunt or a joint <clears throat> or even like a bowl sometimes is like you could smell it like your hairdresser yes. back in the day. Like it stuck <laughs> around, like even on your fingers, like for hours, your fingers just mm-hmm. stink. And the vape pen is like, one, you can't tell if it's a jewel or, or mm-hmm. you know, so it just looks kind of like you're smoking nicotine and it doesn't even, it doesn't even smell really, which to me cut yeah. out the paranoia. Uh, Cause you know, sometimes you get high, you get a little paranoid. Yeah. Which is um, totally. So now I think for, so what's the one, I think it's a jewel that mm-hmm. has the flavored vape that like when you exhale, you can smell like grape or something that right yeah I th- there was a point where my college campus the cam bus system was like please stop yes. vaping on the bus because it would just it smells like shit <laughs> different flavors of people's fruit right banana in the front a couple of aisles an apple in the back right i was gonna say you smelled like you opened up a lifesaver bag or something yes. and it's just like <laughs> tons of fruits at the same time that like artificial fruit isn't good it doesn't make mm-hmm. it better <laughs> no There's no way it's like when you try to flavor concert no. it's still that thing Ugh. the the word that i've always struggled with in weed vocabulary and still to this day struggle with is um loud i cannot say loud regarding weed without sounding like i am actively a cop Mm -hmm. like it is like like oh man it's fucking it's loud like that (laughs) but i don't want to be like it it reeks like i can't there's no way to do it it's also like a cultural thing it's like i know that a lot of people that i like from college and friends with like be like oh that damn Mm -hmm. it's loud out here it's like it smells dang right um so to hear somebody from ohio say oh my god it is loud yes (laughs) oh yeah It's a big like board. it's big in in rap too like yes. hip hop music. Mm. I I grew up I grew up loving hip hop music. I used to like check the the hip hop blogs back in the day every Friday for when new music came the out. Blogs. Yeah, like two dope boys. This like before yeah. streaming services. Um, and I, so like Wiz Khalifa, for instance, in in college was a huge. I loved Wiz Khalifa, and so like there was a point where I only smoked joints because that's what he did. Oh. And it was like, and like, that's why I learned to roll. A, I, I learned to, I learned to roll a joint from a Wiz Khalifa YouTube video in like 2008, where he taught you how to roll a joint. Oh, it's just oh like, my God. 
Yeah, it was very heavily influenced by by hip hop. So like saying loud, there's a line that comes to mind from a um, uh, Kid Cudi song with, um, I don't know who it is, Psy High the Prince maybe? Maybe somebody, but uh, the line is um, neighbors knocking on the door saying, can you turn it down? We say ain't no music on. He said, nah, that weed is loud. Uh-huh. Period. And uh-huh. Bar. Anytime I hear loud, that's the only thing that comes to my, my mind is that is that song. Totally. I'm thinking of like when, God, what it was like my college, my freshman year, probably so 2017, 2018, there was always like, the the girls who like were um I hung out with in college would always be like, uh, pretty bitches don't roll. Like we don't like we don't mm-hmm. need that. Like we get smoked out. I never have to pay for anything. Right. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Thing, I'm like, oh yeah, like we had these songs that was like, he always smokes me out. Like smokes me up. I don't really know yeah. but up or out. Yeah, no. Which is yeah, that's and that's that's true. That was like a a like yes. if if a if a girl that we would hang out with in college would roll, we'd be like, "Oh shit, that, <laughs> that's that's the that's the friend right there." The patriarchy um, of weed culture. <laughs> I, mean, I would I would prefer to hang out with her in that case than yeah. any other anybody yeah. uh, anybody else. Well, um, here's the thing: I was sort of living that life, but not because it was like pretty girls don't roll. It was because I didn't know how or like how to access it. I was right. just like so ignorant and like grateful if anybody was offering me weed period oh i was like i'm just not gonna ask questions <laughs> no no thank you I, I will tell so my my family is very much pro um pro marijuana now mm-hmm. even to the point like when my bro- i'm the oldest of four so by the time my youngest brother was in high school we were all you know fairly grown and and yeah he was he was I think he was second in his senior class, so he did great. Aww. But he also was a huge stoner, and like my mom, my mom <laughs> didn't care at man. all. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I would. I had this <clears throat> when I did stand up. I had this joke in my tight five. Um, yeah, where I was talking about the difference between being an oldest sibling and the youngest sibling, and it's like I yes. I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob growing up, just like. Yes. I don't know why, but Jack, and that's something I, you and I have in common. Yeah, uh, but for different it, reasons. Uh, yeah, different reasons, I guess. Probably the same. Um, <laughs> but and then so I said I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob growing up, and my youngest brother wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob growing up unless he packed his bong first. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't do stand up anymore. So, get this guy a mic now. Oh my God, look, I got a tiny one. So small. <laughs> so, something that we're, we're on a I, podcast talking about weed. We are being very male stand up comedians right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're allowed to be ignorant about it. I we're think- so allowed. <laughs> Because we, Jack and I, recently did the this show at a yes. <laughs> called Talk I Talk about this show, because this is a very known show in Chicago. Yes. Uh, so the name of the show is We Did Edibles an Hour Ago. I have no idea how long it's been running, but I know that it's been running for quite some time. It's at the Annoyance, um, and they invite new people on every week, and they invited Cold Pizza on a couple weeks ago. And oh boy, did we have a time that night. (laughs) (laughs) The the great thing about this show is that they do provide the edibles and something that like 
is great for monitoring and safety of like uh, the um, show itself is that like it's packaged already. Like it's like they give Mm -hmm. it to you and it is like wrapped. It's it's like they get they had chocolate bars, um, little strawberry like. They yeah. also have a podcast. They also have a yeah. podcast, so you can head on over to theirs to listen to whatever specifics they have about the show. But um, I did a I did a ten milligram uh, chocolate bar, and I think the rest of the cast pretty much did ten or. I did. Uh, I did fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely oh did. Which is why I'm on a podcast talking about weed. So I do need to know how that impacted your improv. <laughs> Um, uh, Alexi, I, I, you obviously, um, you can give your response in a second, but I will say Alexi halfway through the set, I saw, I caught her sitting backstage on a chair by herself, just like, <laughs> just like sitting there, like really content. <clears throat> she was like, I think I'm done. And I was like, that's cool. Like you do you. <laughs> I love getting high with Alexi Bolden. It is a godly experience it's oh, the green room the green room mm-hmm. before was 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 great you remember sitting there taking all those uh selfies and, yeah. and dumb videos that we had? for some reason i just set up my phone and i was recording myself and then sam was behind me and realized what i was recording and then maddie casal and jack pop into frame <laughs> i really don't know what's going on I, I don't know what it is with me and substances but whenever i like I have a very low tolerance, and so whenever I'm like, okay, I need to go chill out, I just walk away. I do not communicate mm-hmm. to anybody that I'm going to walk away, and then I get calls from my friends like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm okay." They're like, no, where are you? <laughs> huh. I'm, like, but I'm, I'm just kind spiritually, of spiritually, emotionally. <laughs> One time, Alexi and I got um, like stupid high yeah, at my high. house. And we opened this encyclopedia of dog breeds that I have and flipped through every page and named which breeds our friends were. Jack, I have, I have a controversial opinion about yours because I think to a layman, to somebody who wouldn't know, I think the immediate response is American Bulldog. With somebody who's like, here's Jack, American Bulldog. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think you're a Bernice Mountain Dog. Shut up! That's that's what I am. I yeah. I call yes. I call myself a Bernie's Mountain Dog. I'm telling you, that's that's my spirit dog. I swear. Yeah, no, because it's like you've got it's like the personality. That's like a loyal, kind dog. Mm-hmm. Like that is a solid dog. You're absolutely a Bernie's Mountain Dog. I'm thrilled that you agree. Oh <laughs> yes. On this podcast, oh, we said it's just family here. We know each it's other. It's just family. <laughs> Wait, Jack, <laughs> how was your experience with the edible show? I had I had a lot of fun. It was, um, I think, the the improv set was a little long. Uh, it, <laughs> I was like about 40, most shows. Well, this was forty five minutes of a set. So, but I had I enjoyed it. It's like it's obviously hard because you get up there and then it, it hits and you're like, oh shit, um, yeah. do I even know what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have done improv high a few times, but never that, never that high. Yeah. So, um, yeah. How about, how did you like the improv before you, you meditated in the back? I was, I, I'm so glad that you said how long it was because I genuinely thought the set was 10 minutes. I was just no, like, it was it was long. I was like, "This is the oh longest ten minutes I've ever lived," and I and I was like, "I'm so grateful <laughs> to have lived this ten minutes." 
a lot of people don't get to live these 10 minutes. I'm so glad that I'm here with my friends who I love. <laughs> these 10 minutes are going by really slowly, but I'm so grateful for them. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't think I could get a lot of, I was so confused for a lot of the improv sets. I was like, I don't really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would forget I couldn't keep track. And the people in the audience, I think as part of the course that they're also high. So it adds yeah. into the, <laughs> it adds into the, that helps so much. That really helps the vibe. Yes. There was a girl in the audience who couldn't stop laughing, and then I couldn't stop laughing, but she couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing going on. There was no scene going on. She was just laughing. We are like, okay, this is great. <laughs> I like to tie. <laughs> Not rules. Uh, it was fun to see all of our cast members and how they um, – like Josh, um, our, our cast member, Josh Leeper. Yeah. Um, love that guy. Yeah. He he just sat in the in the corner on the side – and he would go on scenes, but he was just the biggest smile I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and like nothing else going on. That It really just felt like everybody was just more themselves. Like any, yeah. any tendency that we oh, all had, perfect. we just leaned more into it. Yeah. <laughs> like for Kevin and for Maddie and Annie, their sets were like, I'm like, this is who they are. Just like, like yeah. amplified a little bit. <laughs> it was literally like putting the ca- all caps on all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely do it again. It's been fun. Our show um, at The Annoyance right now, Search Bar, shout out Cold Pizza, baby. We have one more week left after the time this episode comes out, so come see us. Come come check us out Saturday at 10, main stage. So the edible show is Saturdays at at midnight, Mm -hmm. and our show is at 10. So I think every single week, uh, the guy who hosts the show, one of the guys who hosts the show, Mario, is always in one of the green rooms rolling a joint. And it always seeps its way into, you know, where we're standing on the side of the stage or backstage. And we're always like, smells like, smells like weed. Someone's smoking weed. And I'm always like, no, that's just him rolling in the green room. So it feels like a tradition. I always go in there and, and talk to him and say, what's up? Mainly because I could just, I smell weed and I try and go to it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Pepe Le Pew, you know? I was going to say, it's like you're like you a pie in a windowsill. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. floating towards it like you'll take an edible and then you will smoke like uh, a joint downstairs and I think okay mm-hmm. so going back to the entirety of culture of weed that is one thing that really put me off for a long time is sharing that same yeah. mouth like yeah. I I have to be like the first or second person to hit it because I genuinely cannot after like five people put their mouths on it right especially that big I mean there was like 12 people in that circle yes and in post-COVID times, I was about to kidding? say, yeah, it's a real gamble there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I still did it, so I can't really <laughs> <laughs> say anything else. Or just but. like um, something that I experience a lot now in the comedy community is somebody having a weight pen and then like passing it around and then they'll be like, oh, do you mm. want to hit? And I'm like, who's is this? And they point to someone across right. the room. I'm like, do they know <laughs> that everybody has hit this pen? Yeah. Like, no, of course they don't. That's crazy. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, I'm remembering in college, um, when I did my, I did a semester at second city when I was a junior in college, instead of going abroad, I came to Chicago for a semester and I was around all these like cool arts students for the first time. So like everyone was smoking weed constantly. And one of the first times I was like in a circle where a joint was being passed around, I, I like stressed out and didn't know how to like take it. Like I didn't know physically how to like grab it with my fingers because in movies, <laughs> you see people hold it between their pointer and their middle finger. And so I reached for it like a V. 
And I feel like everyone in that moment looked at me and was like, what the fuck is she doing? (laughs) And I just, I remember being so aware of how I was grabbing a joint as it went around the room. It's so hard. And also when the, the, uh, and it gets all smoky and ashy. I'm like, who tapped mm-hmm. it? Can somebody please tap it? Because I don't know how to get it off. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's something, it's it's pretty scary to get into weed culture. And so I will just communicate that I have no idea what's going on before. Yes. Right. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to grab it. You have to let me know how to, ha- how to grab it. I don't know how to hit it. You have to let me know. Like mm-hmm. The amount of times I've had somebody light a bowl for me, I'm like, I physically, I, I, know. I, I can't do this. I need help. I'm just going to own up to being helpless in this moment. Because it's so scary. The fire is so close to your face. It really, yeah. I burnt some mustache hairs of mine recently <gasps> when I was when I was I, I bought a new I bought a new bong because of my other bong was so small. I lit mustache hairs on fire and it was disgusting. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I think part of being a good a good stoner host or you know being a good host of of smoking weed is recognizing that or or when people aren't used to it mm-hmm. is like there's a certain way you can hand somebody a joint to where like, it's obvious where they should pick it up or like, yes, you know, being courteous, like, Oh, I'll light that for you. Cause you probably like not saying it out loud, but knowing that oh she probably doesn't know, or he probably doesn't know how to yeah. light that. Yeah. So that, that's a big part of stoner culture. That's like, that's where you have a comfortable environment. Like Alexi was talking about those little things make a difference between like smoking with friends and smoking with people you don't really know. And that can, that can mm-hmm. affect the whole vibe. Because vibe, I mean, vibes, it's all about the vibes at that point. It's all about the vibes. <laughs> Just like speaking of vibes, something else that was really daunting about weed culture is I saw friends in college have really bad highs. And to this day, yeah. I am so grateful to not have had a bad high. But I watched a friend have an insane panic attack. And like she was sobbing and rocking herself in her room because she was the, the weed hitter just so bad. So have either of y'all ever had a bad trip or seen someone? Um, Annie, bless her heart, does not, does not smoke that much. Um, we went on vacation with my, with my siblings and my dad to Colorado, maybe, uh, two years ago, uh, three years ago. And that was her first foray into hanging out with my family. And my dad's a little bit of a stoner these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he always has been, but he's so public about it now. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Which is funny because he's like the CFO of an engineering firm, so the dichotomy is is pretty that wild. Wrong. Um, Your family is very we can do it all. <laughs> yeah, there there there's so many crazy aspects with my family. We won't get into that right now. Um, That's the next episode. You come back. The yeah, topic is your yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> we lay out three hours for that one. Um, so we 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 smoked a lot of weed that that week and we were doing it in the rental house like my dad would just light up a joint and my annie had, was not used to that her family is like not like that at all and mm-hmm. so she was like what the fuck is going on this is crazy she decided to try uh an edible one of the nights and she took two two milligrams two and a half milligrams like not oh, a lot at all and an hour later she was um crying crying herself to sleep in the bed and i was like oh this poor girl um, she laughs about it now, but she's like, I just don't think weed is for me. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I've seen her uh, be, be very affected by yeah. a little bit of yeah. evidence. Well, that brings up a yeah. really good question is how do y'all feel when you're high? Like, what does it feel like to you? Because I think everyone feels, for mm-hmm. me, it's like a, 
it really depends how it hits, but usually my head is just really spacey and I have these really, <laughs> I think, profound thoughts. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm high. Or like, I will like look at myself and like in the mirror one time and my eye was getting bigger and I was like, oh, I'm high. I just have to keep reminding myself. <laughs> otherwise, my brain is going to be like, wow, this is the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> but it, otherwise, it's very zen and I'm just um, having a good time. Everything is funny. <laughs> Everything is, is worth living for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get very giggly. To the point that like that's a writing exercise for me when I have a script that I'm like satisfied with or don't know how to break um, and feel like it's at a good point. I'll get high and then I'll open up a new file, copy paste and do my high draft where like I'll get giggly and weird and see what like jokes and things I can discover. Oh, that's fun. That's really I, I I think it just depends on, <clears throat> you know, what what I'm doing at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, usually usually if I'm like at home at night smoking you know, about to go to bed. It's like very, it's more so like a body high where my mind is not racing too much, but like my body's like, okay, I'm, I'm done for the day. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm like, like going to the beach in the summertime in Chicago, it's been great. And like a sunny day, that's really nice out smoking mm. a little bit of a pen, a pen before you go out there. That one, like the brain's working a little bit more, but in that situation, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Cause everyone's just, very low key hanging out. Probably also high or, or drunk. Yeah. yeah. We're on <laughs> our way there. Being high <laughs> and in a body of water is truly oh one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, it has to be a body of water with no sharks or alligators though, yes. or else yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm paranoid. <laughs> Thanks for throwing alligators in there. Let us know you're from Florida. I uh, you know, I, I went in Lake <laughs> Michigan. I went in, I, <laughs> I went in Lake Michigan the other day for the first time. Um, oh, congrats. And it felt great. Did you know Alexi Thank thought you. it was Lake Mississippi? No, okay, listen. Did you know that? No, I thought the Mississippi oh. was here in addition to Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. I realized when I listened back to that episode with Peter and Maddie that that's how it could have come off. <laughs> because the Mississippi is near where I'm at, I'm like, or my hometown, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Chicago's four hours away. That means it's also over here. Yeah, okay. You're explaining it, and I'm not getting any more sympathetic. anyway jackie went into like michigan for the first time yeah and the first thing i said was oh there's no alligators or sharks in here so i can just relax Mm -hmm. there is a cold calm that's okay i can i can i can i can deal with that you know (laughs) i can take medicine after a while crocodile something something with the experience of getting high that ties back to like the vibes being right and the importance of the vibes and the atmosphere is feeling comfortable enough to cough. Cause I, yeah. <laughs> I've experienced so much insecurity around coughing around like taking a hit from like a bowl or like, Oh yeah. 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 A bong bongs still really are elusive to me, but then like, having a fit of coughing and being like, fuck, everyone hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, there was a, I was with my friend group and and there was a guy in the group who um, I had been like flirting with and all these things. And he had a light. um, (laughs) He is more experienced with weed than I am. And so we were like doing a a bowl and he like had to, he lit it for me. He was like, you want me to light it for you? And probably like that moment will go down as one of the most romantic things that I've ever experienced in my life. Sure. (laughs) Definitely. Yes. My lungs had the nerve to tickle. 
And I was like, did I embarrass myself (laughs) and lose him forever? (laughs) Or I swallow it (laughs) and walk away. I ended up, I ended up, I ended up doing like, a, <clears throat> excuse me, type of, like a really, really dainty, really feminine. Yeah, yeah tried sure. to hide it. Yeah, it's hard to do hide a cough like that. I know. The more you swallow a cough, the more you have to cough. I know, and it knows that it like grows in size inside of your yeah. chest <laughs> before it's either you or the cough. Right. Uh, this is a good reminder to to never make fun of people coughing after weed because yep, you, you know, right back at you it sucks. <laughs> it hurts. Then that's the thing. There's so much around like the performance of getting high that's like such a barrier to entry. There's all these like like the vocabulary you need to know, the etiquette you need to know, all the different types of like devices like there's just so much nuance in this that's like hard for somebody who just wants to get high a little bit (laughs) i just want to be happy a little whereas like i can go to target and buy a bottle of wine and then like there you go you've got alcoholism done like that's easy to get into right and some of them have screw tops so you don't even need a, a wine opener I'm at the point now in my getting fucked up journey where I'm not like, (laughs) I'm not like passively getting fucked up all the time, especially being in LA now where it's like, I'm driving constantly. So I'm not like accidentally getting a little buzzed at dinner off of like three glasses of wine or whatever. So now I'm like much more purposeful about like when I'm drinking, when I'm getting high. So like for me, getting crossed has become a thing or it's like, it is the one night this month that we are like going out. I'm going to bars. We're going to go dancing. And I don't feel quite drunk enough yet to be at the level that I want to be. So I have my little pen. I'm going to just take a hit and get a little bit high Pop on top off. of that so I can keep going. Yeah. It's like, oh, the alcohol isn't hitting me as much as I need it to right now. And this is the one time this month this is happening. So like, <laughs> yeah. let's make it count. <laughs> So that I don't like get bored and want to go home. Exactly. Yeah, it is very much a planning thing because I, I shared this with friends last weekend, and I want to know if you guys experience this as well. Um, I, if I get high at night and like go to bed, I will wake up high sometimes. Does it ever happen? You do do that. That that does happen to you a lot. <laughs> and I go, oh, and, and I'm still high, yep, and it's time yep. to come oatmeal. I love a little morning text from Alexi. I'm still high. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, go get a matcha, girlfriend. <laughs> go go <Yeah>. for a walk. <laughs> Does that not happen to you? Yeah, no. On occasion, it, it'll happen to me, but it's like after the edible show, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, the oh. next morning, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> um, but not as often, not as often anymore. Probably because my tolerance is just so high. Yeah. But is that a scary feeling for you, like waking up and still being high? Um, it's not ideal if I have like stuff to do for sure. You know, <laughs> it's a productivity thing at this point. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm supposed to put my winter clothes away. How am I supposed to do Fuck. that now? <laughs> now? This is a question. I don't know. So, you know how, uh, something that I learned in college, cause a friend was incredibly, incredibly like messed up off of like, like they drank an entire bottle of wine cause they were like, I can handle it. And they could not <laughs> handle it. Um, so I was Googling a bunch of things of like how to like sober up quickly, how to sober my friend up quickly. And all these things are talking about like, like these um, Reddit pages and stuff for like water, coffee. And I found out that mm. it 
there's nothing that you can do to like speed up alcohol in your system. It will take its time and its course and everything. I didn't know if the same thing happened for weed or if you guys knew if you like drink coffee, does that just, does that, cause I don't really know how weed works like on your neurons or how like they connect or whatever. Right. <laughs> okay, neurons. I know sometimes if you drink coffee, it can maybe do it. But sometimes also if you drink some coffee, it could make you just like more jittery, mm-hmm. yeah. which has been my experience. Sometimes I'm like, Okay, I need to I need to go be social, but I I accidentally smoked earlier and accidentally, uh, yeah, accidentally. It just and then, ended up uh, in my hands, and then I accidentally <laughs> right. lit it, and then I accidentally put it in my mouth uh, and inhaled. Yeah, I accidentally rolled it earlier too. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, what do you it, want from but, me? <laughs> yeah, most of the time it just makes me even more like, oh, I'm I don't want to go out right now, yeah. but I should. Yeah, I don't know. Have you tried doing that before? No, um, I, there's only been like when the night, the night of the, the Lucy and Alexi high, the the big one, um, mm-hmm. I w- woke up cause I do want to say, I have no idea how many milligrams we took. I just had like a peach ring oh, no. baggie. It was none of our business. Yeah. No idea <laughs> how much. It, it, no, we set out, we said tonight's the night Lucy and Alexi are getting high off their minds. Cause I think we had like, at that point I had just started telling people I was leaving. Yeah. We were beginning to process that. And so it was like, let's go to my apartment and just get stupid high. Yes, and we did. And that's when I woke up. Dear reader, we did. And I had to work the next day. And I think we recorded a podcast the next day with Chase Lilly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the de- the death podcast. Yes, what happens when we yes. die. We were in a really good mindset for that. <laughs> well, after, so after that, and I was like, oh, I'm still, it's still going. I have to like shake it off. I got oatmeal mm-hmm. and matcha because I thought that that, for some reason, in my brain, I was like, oats will dampen the effects of the things that are inside me right now. And the matcha <laughs> is like a natural stimulant so that, that'll naturally get rid of the natural weed. Yeah, science. <laughs> um, okay, Lucy, have you ever tried to not get high? In, in your high? <laughs> you were trying to sober up really quickly? I, th- I think I just would like eat food, right? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Another, another part of weed culture I really like is uh, weed related movies i feel like there's a, a lot uh-huh. of good ones out there do y'all have any favorite ones i can go first if you want me to yeah go first please i have i have two um uh, uh my favorite and maybe an honorable mention i guess um uh how high is forever will be my favorite weed movie and i if you haven't I seen it this. it's really really stupid but it's really fun it's method man and red man <laughs> um and it, they made the movie and it, I can I can run down the plot real quick if you Please want. Please do because I'm, I'm trying to look it up, but it's not going fast enough. Um, so they they have this uh, Method Man has this friend in the movie uh, that passes away, and he um, puts his ashes in a weed plant when he plants it. Oh and my God. he goes when when his friend passed away, he was like, "Dude, you got to take your college exams and get into college." And so he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it because he died. Mm-hmm. So they go, he goes to take a test and Redman is in a car right next to him. And so he has this weed that he grew with his friend's ashes, but he doesn't have a blunt. And Redman in the other car has a blunt, but he turns on the AC and all his weed <sighs> flies away. And they look at each other, they roll the window down and he goes, he goes, got weed? And he goes, got blunt? And so they, they hook up together, they smoke this weed. The ghost of his friend comes back and helps them get perfect test scores. 
So like all Good. the colleges want them. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when they get in the car together about to smoke it. What guy's like, I figure if you study high, take the test high, get high scores. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so Brilliant. that's how I've lived my life since then. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so then they end up going to Harvard and, um, all hilarity ensues, but that's the setup of yeah. it. And it's probably one of my favorite stoner movies that's out there. Um, oh, just a bunch rocks. of funny, funny one-off jokes. Not going to watch it. Yeah. Cause here's the thing. I think I, I'm not as immersed into movies about weed. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I know I can, I can list some like Seth Rogen films, you know, like we can go right. on that route, but I definitely have films that I like to watch when I'm high yeah, oh, that works too. Like I, I think Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar is a Kristen Wiig, Annie Momoa movie that got released in like 2020 and people slept on it. It is a broad fucking comedy. So good. The perfect getting high movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to add that to my list. I've never yeah. seen it. So no, I, I will have it up to. up with Annie. I think you'd both enjoy it. Nice. Oh, it's yeah. silly, goofy let Kristen Wiig do whatever she wants forever kind of vibes. I don't know if I have one to uh, either. Mm-hmm. Well, I I know what yours is. Don't say Zootopia. No, it's the goddamn Minions. I would watch. Uh, so <laughs> there's something about just like <laughs> brightly colored things. That, like when you're high, it's like like where like when you put cocoa in front of a child, it's that same. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> minions is good. Um, I usually just like watch YouTube videos of like um, my my vlogs of people that go into Italy or something, and I'm like, I'm oh, nice. I'm in Italy, I'm having <laughs> I'm in Spain. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so glad to be in Spain. Isn't I am I not so fortunate to be in Italy right now? <laughs> <laughs> so cultured right, right now. Right now. now. <laughs> the last time I got um, really high, I laid in my bed and watched every single video put out by this family of singers called the Sharp Family Singers. And I'm sure you've seen their videos. It's like this full family of like white brunettes that force their children to sing. And they will like sit on the stairs and sing. And they've been on America's Got Talent recently. I watched every single video (laughs) that they have ever put on the internet. (laughs) And I just kind of like stare. I was mouth agape eyes wide watching this family and it was a transcendent experience i loved it can't recommend enough now i'm thinking of what i want to watch next time you guys are giving me ideas i'm like what for some reason Mm -hmm. america's next top model just popped into my mind i think that'd be (gasps) a great (laughs) thing to watch that's (laughs) a great idea we'll release a playlist with this episode we'll release the ultimate high watch list yes Yeah. yeah. Half baked. Half baked the Dave Chappelle movie is also a very good one. I think I've heard of that one. Is that your honorable yeah. mention? <laughs> that is my that is my honorable mention. Yeah. Nice. Well that's a really good Perfect. segue into the next topic, honorable mentions and valedictorian speeches. <gasps> yes. I wow. think I think we gotta Seamless. I think we gotta move. I think we gotta move on. I think we gotta Ugh. spark up this last topic. Um, yeah, Alexi, what's our final segment? <laughs> our final segment of the podcast known as Academia is called mm-hmm. the valedictorian speech. Now, Jack, were you ever the valedictorian of a high school, college student body? No, I was 52nd out of 450, I that's, think. So that's not impressive. quite. Top 100, top 100, top 52. 
but not quite number one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I was on senior class, uh, you know, uh, valid, not valid, uh, parliamentarian. I was senior class. Parliamentarian. So you were just a guy right. in school. Yeah. I just, you know, senior year, I was, I was no longer the guy that just hung around. I was the guy people hung with. So. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking ugly. Well, since none of us were valedictorians, what we're going to do is we're going to take the time here to become what we never had been. Mm-hmm. We're going to valedictate a reflection on what we've learned here today. Alexi, do you have anything? Sure. <laughs> Go for it. Um, All you. Stage is yours. Class, 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 class. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm so honored to be in front of you today to be able to to, to, to impart this message on you. And, and, and so I will begin the message right now. So what we get drunk? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having fun and we don't care who sees. It is the year 2023. Things are more progressive than when we're coming up and they will continue to be Uh so. So you get whatever vice you need to power through this world that we don't know how long it's going to last. Things are crazy out there. So if, if you have your vices that make things a little bit easier for you, then go ahead and do that. No one can police you as long as you are not hurting anybody else and you are just vibing with your weed, with your alcohol. If you're hurting yourself, we can talk about it. But right Right now, I just want to tell you that I'm proud of you, and you did good. And if you need something to get you through the day, do it. Hey, we're grown. We're grown out here. This message is for 21 and older. We're grown. <laughs> you did it good. <laughs> stunning. Absolutely stunning. stunning. All right. I'm ready to take the floor. Class of 2023, <laughs> we did it. Including all you sneaky little stoners I see walking in through the back after just lighting up in the woods. Welcome to graduation. I hope you've all had fun. I know I have. Some of that fun has been sober and gosh darn, some of that some of that fun has been stoned. And even though I know I sound like a goddamn narc, I honor you. I respect you. Your dreams, your successes are loud, and they should continue to be louder. (laughs) Class of 2023, however you want to get high, get high and follow your dreams. She's been waiting all podcasts to say loud. She was just trying to figure out a way to get it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, my brain was really going there. All right, Jack, now's the time for the, the famous classic third valedictorian. All right. Class of 2023. Wow. Can you believe it? We did it. Eek. As I sit here and reflect and look at all my friends, Gary, I see you with that Gatorade bottle. <laughs> Gary. I can't help but think about the memories that we made in the classrooms, in the hallways, Playing sports, volunteering with Key Club, <laughs> and also and also ripping doobies in my hot tub. Hell yeah, brother. Something that weed can teach you in life 
You must prepare in a proper way. You must be kind towards people who are with you, whether or not they're experienced. And you must always have good vibes. Yes. So go flip your tassels on your caps and enjoy the rest of your lives. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh my God. Stunning. Amen. Jack, this was a riot. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is great. I love the both of you. Lucy, we really miss you out here. Mm, miss you too. Yeah. We'll see you soon. If you we'll guys like Brenda, you're gonna love this episode. <laughs> That'll be the tagline. <laughs> Jack, before we let you go, is there anything you want to plug? Where can people find you on social? What shows are you up to? Um, yeah, Instagram is JJ Orchard. Um, yeah. let's see Saturday at 10 o'clock, uh, annoyance main stage. Come see Alexi and I's last show with cold pizza search bar. Um, and nothing oh, else ow. planned, but, but we got stuff in the works. That's for we sure. Have in the works. We're cooking. We're cooking. We can't talk about right now. We can't really reveal <laughs> that to the public quite yet. So it's cooking. Yeah. Brace yourselves, dear listeners. Well, I think that leaves only one thing left to say. Alexi, I love you. Lucy, I love you. Bye. Bye.